0: but because that's what it is. For that new transplant from Des Moines, who's starting her first week of work at a Park Avenue South insurance firm, that titan squatting over Grand Central is the Met Life Building, and for her, it always will be. She's wrong, of course. When I look up there, I clearly see the gigantic letters spelling out Pan Am, don't I? And, of course, I am wrong, in the eyes of the old-timers who maintain the myth that there was a time before Pan Am. History books and public television documentaries are always trying to tell you all sorts of facts about New York. That Canal Street used to be a canal. That Bryan Park used to be a reservoir. It's all hokum. I've been to Canal Street, and the only time I ever saw a river flow through it was during the last water main explosion. Never listen to what people tell you about old New York, because if you didn't witness it, it's not a part of your New York and might as well be Jersey. Except for that bit about the Dutch buying Manhattan for 24 bucks. There are, and always will be, braggarts who got in at the right time. There are eight million naked cities in this naked city. They dispute and disagree. The New York City you live in is not my New York City. How could it be? This place multiplies when you're not looking. We move over here, we move over there. Over a lifetime, that adds up to a lot of neighborhoods. The motley construction material of your jerry-built metropolis Your favorite newsstands, restaurants, movie theaters, subway stations, and barber shops are replaced by your next neighborhood's favorites. It gets to be quite a sum. Before you know it, you have your own personal skyline. Go back to your old haunts in your old neighborhoods, and what do you find? They remain and have disappeared. The greasy spoon, the deli, the dry cleaner you scattered out when you first arrived and tried to make those new streets yours, they are gone. But look past the windows of the travel agency that replaced your pizza parlor. Beyond the desks and computers and promo posters for tropical adventures, you can still see Neapolitan slices cooling. The pizza cutter lying next to half a pie, the map of Sicily on the wall. It's all still there, I assure you. The man who just paid for his trip to Jamaica sees none of that, sees his romantic getaway, a family vacation, what this little shop on this little street has granted him. The disappeared pizza parlor is still here because you are here, and when the beauty parlor replaces the travel agency, the gentleman will still have his vacation, and that lady will have her manicure. You swallow hard when you discover that the old coffee shop is now a chain pharmacy, that the place where you first kissed so-and-so is now a discount electronics retailer, that where you bought this very jacket is now rubble behind a blue plywood fence and a future office building. Damage has been done to your city. You say, it happened overnight, but of course it didn't. Your pizza parlor, his shoe shine stand, her hat store, when they were here, we neglected them. For all you know, the place closed down moments after the last time you walked out the door. Ten months ago, six years, fifteen, you can't remember, can you? And there have been five stores in that spot before the travel agency. Five different neighborhoods coming and going between then and now. Other people's other cities or fifteen, twenty five, a hundred neighborhoods. Thousands of people pass that storefront every day, each one haunting the streets of his or her own New York, not one of them seeing the same thing. We could never make proper goodbyes. It was your last ride in a checker cab and you had no warning. It was the last time you were going to have Lake Tung Ting Shrimp in that kind of shady Chinese restaurant, and you had no idea. If you'd known, perhaps you would have stepped behind the counter and shaken everyone's hand, pulled out the disposable camera, and issued posing instructions. But you had no idea. There are unheralded tipping points a certain number of times that we will unlock the front door of an apartment. At some point you were closer to the last time than you were to the first time, and you didn't even know it. You didn't know that each time you passed the threshold, you were saying goodbye. I never got a chance to say goodbye to some of my old buildings, some I lived in. Others were part of a skyline I thought would always be there. And they never got a chance to say goodbye to me. I think they would have liked to. I refuse to believe in their indifference. You say you know these streets pretty well? The city knows you better than any living person because it's seen you when you are alone. It saw you stealing yourself for the job interview, slowly walking home after the late date, tripping over non-existent impediments in the sidewalk. It saw you wince when the single frigid drop fell from the air conditioner twelve stories up and zapped you. It saw the bewilderment on your face as you stepped out of the stolen matinee, incredulous that there was still daylight after such a long movie. It saw you half running up the street after you got the keys to your first apartment. The city saw all that, remembers too. Consider what all your old apartments would say if they got together to swap stories. They could piece together the starts and finishes of your relationships. Complain about your wardrobe and musical tastes. Gossip about who you are after midnight. 7J says, So that's what happened to Lucy. I knew it would never work out. You picked up yoga. You put down yoga. You tried various cures. You tried on cells and got rid of them. And this makes your old rooms wistful. Why must things change? 3R goes, saxophone, you say? I knew him when he played guitar. Cherish your old departments and pause for a moment when you pass them. Pay tribute, for they are the caretakers of your reinventions. Our streets are calendars containing who we were and who we will be next. We see ourselves in the city every day when we walk down the sidewalk and catch our reflections in the store windows. Seek ourselves in the city each time we reminisce about what was there 15, 10, 40 years ago, because all our old places are proof that we were here. One day the city we built will be gone, and when it goes, we go too. When the buildings fall we topple, too. Maybe we become New Yorkers the day we realize that New York will go on without us. To put off the inevitable, we try to fix the city in place, remember it as it was, doing to the city what we would never allow to be done to ourselves. The kid on the Uptown number 1 train, the new arrival stepping out of Grand Central, The jerk at the intersection who doesn't know east from west? Those people don't exist anymore. ceased to be a couple of apartments ago, and we wouldn't have it any other way. New York City doesn't hold our former selves against us. Maybe we can extend the same courtesy. Our old buildings still stand because we saw them moved in and out of their long shadows. We're lucky enough to know them for a time. They're a part of a city we carry around. It's hard to imagine that something will take their place, but at this very moment the people with the right credentials are considering how to fill the craters. The cement trucks will roll up and spin their bellies, the jackhammers will rattle and after a while the postcards of the new skyline will be available for purchase. Naturally, we'll cast a wary eye toward those new kids in the block, but let's be patient and not judge too quickly. We were new here too, once. What follows is my city. Making this a guidebook with handy colored-coded maps and minuscule fine print You should read very closely so you won't be surprised. It contains your neighborhoods, or doesn't. We overlap.